Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Tuesday episode of the show. And we are brought to you by Bet Online. And as you know, the big game is finally here as we hit Super Bowl Sunday with the last game of the season. And as always, Bet Online has you covered from odds, scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is getting hired. Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. Bet Online has basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC. They've even got those Vegas casino games. Bet Online is truly your number one online wagering destination. And they have a newly updated website. So head on over, check it out, and sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, and bet online is where the game starts. Kyle, happy Tuesday to you. Happy Tuesday to you. We have filled head coaching vacancies across the league, which gives us some content to talk about today. I'm sitting here immersed in a Mike McDaniel blitz campaign from the Dolphins social media accounts. Just <laughs> Wave after wave after wave after wave from this cross-country jet plane ride that he took to arrive in the facilities yesterday. And, uh, yeah, so I'm definitely in the mood to talk about new head coaches with new teams today here on the show. Well, good news. There's nine of them. (laughs) A lot of content. Nine different vacancies to get to. And, And, Chris, the spirit of our conversation is going to be... Well, since we have nine head coaching changes, we are looking at these teams from an evaluation point of where are they at in their cycle? How quickly is it going to take them to turn things around? And who's in the best position to succeed the quickest? And I think there's a very obvious team at the top because they were a team that was in the playoffs last season and they're changing coaches. But I think for the rest of the the teams, I think it would be great for draft season. It's what we do here on this show to kind of set the stage of where we think these teams are in their life cycle to kind of dictate where free agency is going to go, where the draft might go and how quickly they can maybe put themselves in a position to succeed. So that is the backdrop for the conversation that you guys are going to be having today. Uh, I don't care if you do it in in like a ranking or if they're just teams you want to uh, talk about just because they excite you from a from a narrative standpoint. So I will I will leave that up to you too. Well, I mean, you kind of tease the Raiders and Josh McDaniels as one of the better destinations and landing spots. I mean, rooted in the fact that they were a playoff team last year and I think that this offense is ready for Josh McDaniels. I think they have the slot, they have the tight end, they have the running back that they need to kind of work in what we've seen from Josh McDaniel McDaniels in that offense in the past. And so it's just about kind of plugging in some holes on the offensive line and maybe finding some more talent at wide receiver. But I think from an offensive infrastructure standpoint, it's pretty much set up well for Josh McDaniels to come in and and do his thing. And then obviously the the big thing will be getting the defensive side of the football correct. But, you know, that's that's a unit that has some young talent as well and some key spots and, you know, certainly areas that they can get better at. But 
from a foundational perspective, I feel like this is the most ready to hit the ground running spot of any of the other, well, I guess any of the nine spots. Shame. Shame on you both. You quick snapped the secretarial invoicing of who is where. We have the final list. So instead of just jumping in with a coach, let's take the walk. We're going to go through each one of the teams in the order, courtesy of Adam Schefter. He's been keeping this running tab of uh, from time of hiring. Bears, Matt Eberflus, Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett, Bron- Giants, Brian Dable, Raiders, Josh McDaniels, Vikings, Kevin O'Connell, Jaguars, Doug Peterson, Dolphins, Mike McDaniel, Texans, Lovey Smith, Saints, Dennis Allen. Those are your new head coaches with their landing spots. And uh, yeah, Joe, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head as it pertains to the Raiders and uh, their outlook and forecast. And uh, I guess the tough thing for them is they're in a highly competitive division and the Broncos appear to be giving the impression that they're going to be going all in to try and get a a high level quarterback. And if they do, that makes that division very, very interesting. And, um, uh, that I would just call out Nathaniel Hackett as somebody who has a really good defense, and obviously they're changing defensive coordinators. They have the nucleus on the offensive line. They have the skill players necessary to be successful. They need one piece for me to feel like the Broncos are a legitimate contender, and this is a team that has been able to go out in recent memory even and secure high-level quarterback at the tail end of their career in Peyton Manning. And we know how that story ended and um, them having that kind of organizational track record. It just kind of has my one eye on the horizon. Uh, if there's a change to be made. And if that change is made, then I would probably favor Nathaniel Hackett is, is the most favorable and best position to win right away in year one. Well, yeah, if you tell me Aaron Rodgers is coming to town, I think we can all agree that that's the, spot that is set up best for success but until that happens you know they're on the outside looking in because as is right they've been a below average football team so we'll see and and what they lost is Vic Fangio who is the architect behind that defense in a lot of ways so get Aaron Rodgers go compete I'm in if you don't I, I don't have high expectations So which of these coaches do you have the least expectations <laughs> for? It's obviously Lovey Smith in Houston. Yeah. Um, and that's of no fault of Lovey's, right? No, I mean, this is just this is an organization that kind of stumbled their way through another interview process and hiring. And if you were going to just promote a guy that was on staff, why did David Culley equal the yeah. previous year's win total with an exponentially worse roster? Why fire him? It's a good question, and it's not like that defense performed well. It's not like they had the talent to perform well. But, look, Lovey Smith had a good run with the Chicago Bears. I mean, really didn't have any really bad seasons. There was a lot of success there in Chicago, and they haven't really had much success since he was there. So I think he's a perfectly legitimate NFL head coach, mm-hmm. but there's just the most work to be done from a roster perspective to get that team to be competitive. 
I guess the interesting thing is they they have a blank slate <clears throat> to work with. Excuse me. So is a blank slate in Houston in a division with Jacksonville and another first-year head coach in Doug Peterson and the asset opportunities that they're going to have enough for them to surpass, say, Jacksonville or New Orleans if they have to tread water and, and you know, in trying to get their cap situation aligned, end up not being able to add any talent, uh, although that NFC South is certainly looking uh, mighty ripe for the picking for anybody who wants to elevate their game and go get it with the retirement yeah. of Tom Brady, uh, who, by the way, of course, is already teasing never say never as far as coming <laughs> out of retirement. I don't know if of we course. saw that, but yeah. the surprising thing ever. Or um, any of these other candidates, whether it is Iberflus in, in Chicago and you know, their ability to get the most out of Justin Fields, who who had a really trying season, or, or the Dolphins with McDaniel, depending on what they do with their defensive system. And if Tua Tagovailoa doesn't take another step and you can't overhaul the running game, well, that might be a challenging spot. So there are any coaches on this list that you could see challenging Lovey Smith for the lowest performing uh, of this year, aside of probably the low-hanging fruit in Jacksonville, just because they have the number one pick this year. Yeah, I'll go with Dennis Allen with the New Orleans Saints. Um, what do you go four and 12, two years in a row with the Raiders and then zero and four. And they said goodbye. Um, so not a great track record of, of winning, uh, from his previous opportunity to be a head coach, but obviously the, the background as a defensive coordinator specifically with the saints is notable. And that defense finally got right when he was a coordinator for them. And, um, I, I understand why they made this decision, but from a roster perspective, given that they are once again, way over the salary cap with holes in the roster with no answer at quarterback with the architect of the offense gone now in Sean Payton. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. This is definitely a spot that I get concerned about. And, and, and when you talk about those who can rival Houston, yeah, I'm putting the saints right there. Want to make some money. How about you invest it in an exciting asset that's outpaced the S and P 500 by 164% for 25 years I'm talking about art. Masterworks is the new investing app that lets you invest in blue chip paintings from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol without needing millions. Over 300,000 people have already signed up, and you can check it out right now. Get priority access with our unique promo code and log on to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash believe, B-L-E-A-V, See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclosures. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you're facing today on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN that you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use promo code believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free 
with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Can I ask you guys a question about Dennis Allen? And and it's a thought that I had when when thinking about that head coaching uh, hire. Does it feel to you guys like it's very Dan Campbell to Detroit-esque, where this is the guy that they're going to put in place while they tear this thing down, while they rebuild it, while they fix the cap situation that they're in? It's not a one-to-one with Detroit, but Detroit didn't have a quarterback. They, they were trading Stafford. They bring in Dan Campbell. He's going to kind of create a culture two years, three years, and then they might go in a different direction. Now, Campbell might have changed his narrative with the way that they, the team played and he coached in year one. But to me, when, when Dennis Allen got hired or promoted, I should say, in New Orleans, it just felt like, man, he's just kind of a placeholder for the next couple of seasons while they figure this out. I think you can draw that conclusion, Chris. Um, and whenever we get to that place with a head coach hire, I think there is that opportunity for that coach to say, yeah, okay, I am i don't care about that, and I'm going to go and prove myself as the guy for this franchise. And I think one year into Dan Campbell, and maybe we had those thoughts, we're feeling pretty good about the direction of the Detroit Lions under his leadership. And so, yeah, maybe that's the case. I mean, obviously the track record's not good. He's like eight and 28 or something like that uh, coaching the Raiders. But I think there's a lot to be said for guys who get second chances that learn from their time on task and uh, are ready to apply what they've learned to a new opportunity. Unfortunately for Dennis Allen, it's kind of a tough spot. Well, I think every coach to varying degrees can be pointed to as betting on themselves when they take a job, right? Now you think about Doug Peterson, right? And this yeah. was a job that nobody wanted, right? Uh, they had three people, like three people either took a different job or backed out. And Byron Leftwich didn't get a head coaching job in general. And he was yeah. like written in Sharpie for that job. <laughs> uh, but they kept Trent Polky instead. So uh, Doug was kind of a hot name at the beginning of the hiring process and then never really gained any traction and, you know, he has said that developing a quarterback and having a relationship with a quarterback is something that's really important with him for wherever he goes next. So he sees the number one overall pick in Trevor Lawrence, and he looks at that, and obviously a chance to bet on himself to develop a quarterback, despite some uninspiring, to say the least, dynamics around the job. I, I look at Mike McDaniel in Miami, and owner Stephen Ross has just been accused of offering the previous head coach $100,000 per loss to tank a season. And if the NFL investigates that and they find wrongdoings there, there may be some pretty heavy consequences for that. And yet Mike McDaniel with a quarterback that a lot of people aren't interested in working with long-term and to a tongue Valoa, betting on himself and his background and his experiences. And of course, tongue Valoa ran, uh, an offense under Steve Sarkeesian at Alabama that Sarkeesian ran with Kyle Shanahan. So there, there's a parallel there that the, perhaps a comfort level and a gamble on yourself, despite some uninspiring. Now, different jobs have different degrees of that unappealing dynamic. And um, even Brian Dable, you know, I, I look at Brian Dable and, and going into New York, and New York has been going through head coaches like plies of toilet paper, right? Where it's it's they're they're flushing it every two years and starting over again. And they got a quarterback in Daniel Jones, who you know they've openly admitted ownership has that they've done him wrong in 
many ways, just about every way possible. And yet Dable is, is going to New York to try to work with Daniel Jones. And for him, his personal situation and staying close to home in, in New York was probably a, a heavy hitting dynamic in his decision to take that job. And, and that may come at the cost of some football operations dynamics about the job. So Chris, to your point, yeah, I look at Dennis Allen and I don't think it's a sexy hire. It's not like, wow, they got their head coach for the next decade plus. Um, but the Saints are a team that is in need of a transition. And if Dennis Allen is the right guy to do that, you know, you're you're already as familiar with the team as anybody else. You might as well bet on yourself. I can appreciate that for him. So you touched on a bunch of, of situations there, Kyle, and I want to go back to Doug Peterson with the Jaguars and that entire search for it to land on Doug Peterson after all that. I mean, Lions you got to think that's a, a yeah, man. What a what a what a finale or conclusion here for the Jaguars, and um, kind of reinspire the hope that Trevor Lawrence is is the number one overall pick because you feel good about Doug Peterson and his ability to step in and you know, develop him and, and give him his best chance to succeed. And so for Jacksonville to fall into that um, is pretty exciting for them. And obviously I, I, I remain really surprised that Doug Peterson wasn't like at the top of everyone's list. You know, what, what, you what a thought. resume, what a pedigree <laughs> that this guy has. And um, that's the job he settles on. And based on following the search, Kyle, it didn't seem like there was a whole, like this overwhelming interest for the guy. No, I mean, they they were literally Byron Lefwich, and then they were the Nathaniel Hackett, and then they wanted Kevin O'Connell, but they didn't submit the interview request properly, so they <laughs> told them they couldn't yeah. interview him until after the Super Bowl. Your fourth option's Doug Peterson. Unbelievable. And you got, you got him. <laughs> yeah, man, like, I, like, I'm excited for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I'm really excited for, for, you know, you think about what they did at Clemson and a lot of that offense is, is free access and pre-snap and RPOs. And then you translate to what Doug Peterson did with the Philadelphia Eagles off the Andy Reid tree. And, and he was one of the guys that really implemented the RPO stuff into his, that West traditional West coast style offense. And I think that's a match made in heaven. And, um, for Trevor Lawrence specifically, who had about as trying of a season as you could have possibly had, uh, I'm, I'm really excited for him to see what materializes from this. And, you know, Joe, to your point, Doug has a lot of really good like, – he's capable of building a really good staff too. Mm -hmm. This is not just like, you know, people have questions about how much of their success was Frank Reich when, before Frank Reich left the Eagles and – but the relationships that Peterson has as a part of the Andy Reid tree, yep. there's going to be a lot of a lot of opportunities to bring in quality coaches to help build out this staff in Jacksonville too. Today's show brought to you by BetterHelp. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? What interferes with your happiness? Check out betterhelp.com slash draft dudes. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient and you can even start communicating in under 48 hours. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can even schedule weekly video or phone sessions all without ever having to sit in an 
an uncomfortable waiting room. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to the counselors located near you. Anything you share is confidential and it's convenient, professional, and affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash draft dudes. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash draft dudes. Another destination you got to there was the Dolphins with Mike McDaniel. And um, you, you like to think that his ability to step into that role is pretty good. Now, I know that, and, and I listened to Lockdown Dolphins today to, to kind of get your, your pulse on your topic about how some of those offensive pieces fit into Mike McDaniel. And, and I really agreed with what you said there. Um, if they get Vic Fangio to run this defense, slam dunk, absolute slam dunk. And Mike McDaniel has a, a, an outstanding resume of being able to run the football, which has been an issue in Miami for a long, long time. A decade. Well, and so it's going to be really interesting to see how the personnel evolves to to kind of fit more schematically what we've seen McDaniel do in the past. But I got a feeling this guy can adapt and evolve and be a little bit more multiple with it and get more out of that run game. And we know that the pedigree that he has is known for elevating quarterback play. And let's not forget the Miami Dolphins have won, what, 19 games over the last two seasons. They've, they've not been a, a team that hasn't proven able to win, and I think that they've now taken – steps forward to adopt even more of a winning philosophy formula. Yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely there. So he's a bit of a wild card because you know, the resume is not very robust. I know that he has a lot of time on task in the NFL, but in terms of him being in control, like being the guy for certain things, there's some questions there and he's a unique personality, no doubt about it. But when you see the way that other coaches that have worked with him and the players that he's coached have talked about him it's kind of easy to put some of that aside because nobody is doubting this guy. And so I like his ability to go in there and really, like you said, it's a winning formula that he can adopt. And then you really give Tua his best opportunity to sink or swim next year. If he can't make it happen in this offense, then you know you don't have your guy. And guess what? You got two first-round picks in the 2023 NFL draft to do something about that. You mentioned Brian Dable. In, in that um, in that one there, going to the New York Giants. And it, it sounds like Wink Martindale's going with him to be the defensive coordinator. They got a lot of good pieces already in place to do that. Right? So that's going to be exciting for them. And then if there's anybody that can get the offense right, you'd like to think it's Brian Dable. And, you know, I think Daniel Jones will have his best opportunity to, to take that step. And um, certainly with what – Dable was able to get done in Buffalo with that offense. You feel good about where it can go. And so all three of those hires are a little bit. We'll see, but you kind of like where it could go. I I have optimism about all three destinations. Joe, remind me real quick who Vic Fangio's offensive line coach was in Denver. Oh, Munchak. You get a package deal for that because Munchak's not under contract. Yeah, I mean that would especially for a coach like McDaniel to get to get Fangio and, and Munchak. I mean oh that's my uh Lord. two former head coaches. 
Yeah, and you, that's that's what you need, right? And I think that's what we've seen some of those McVay disciples go and do is like, you know, when McVay got to, to the Rams, Wade Phillips was there, right? And, and Aaron Cromer was there. So a lot of smart things there to put yourself in, in good positions to have the support that you need to make it work as a head coach. So we'll see if so, all that happens, but that'd be crazy good if it did. If that materializes, yeah, I'll be ready to risk it all for the coaching staff. Uh, <laughs> and I know the big question around Munchak, because I've heard this quite a bit, is kind of through my Dolphins conversations, engaging in this conversation. Munchak traditionally got power, no background, uh, versus McDaniel is traditionally, um, as part of the Shanahan tree, more wide zone. Uh, but as a point of reference, San Francisco ran – uh, zone concepts on 62% of their running plays this past year, and 30% of those runs hit outside the tackles. Uh, Denver last year with Munchak ran zone 56%, so only 6% less frequency in yeah. zone, with equal percentage of their runs, 30% hitting outside the tackles as San Francisco last year. It's a blended, it's a blended offense. It'll be fine. Right, right. Uh, we haven't touched too much on Eberflus in yep. Chicago. Or were you surprised by this hire? I know I know I kind of was. I was expecting a little bit more offensive structure uh with what their head coaching direction was to offer some stability as compared to uh the former defensive coordinator in Indianapolis. Well, I've I've always been impressed by the Colts defense and how many players have went there and really developed and their careers took a, a really good turn and how they've maximized a lot of young talent that's not necessarily first-round picks. You think about the safeties and Darius Leonard and Grover Stewart. Um, Danico Autry went in there and became a real stud. Um, there's been a lot of that for Matt Eberflus, and so I like that. And I think the idea here is that you have this guy who's going to be a strong administrator. He's going to come in and build culture. And maybe you could have expected them to be a little bit more Justin Fields-centric with this hire and with him in mind. But, you know, I think there's – there's plenty of examples of defensive-minded head coaches being able to develop a quarterback and, and get that done. And I think that there's there's other good good points to be brought up in how Matt Eberflus can help Justin Fields. And so this is – I mean, they're all will see. They're all will see, right? Coaches get fired, man. We had nine friggin' openings. But I think Eberflus, from a culture perspective, from a leadership perspective, can really come in and do some good, do some nice things with the Bears. Anybody you were surprised didn't get hired? I guess maybe both of the Tampa Bay assistants with Todd Bowles and, and Byron Leftwich, mm -hmm. especially with Tom retiring and the amount of free agents that they have. Um, those Those are guys, Jim Caldwell, those three other ones. Yeah. And, and I know I, I look at the list here and I don't think there's any doubt that Brian Flores is more qualified than some of the names that did get hired. But uh, you, you knew the moment that yeah. the lawsuit was opened up that teams fair, not right or not, weren't going to touch it. And um, I hope coach Flores does get another opportunity down the road. That's going to do it for another episode here on the Draft Dudes podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed this discussion around the nine new head coaches across the NFL and their situations. And uh, we know we certainly did. And 
We are coming around the corner for the Super Bowl on Sunday, which means perhaps some Draft Dudes content there. We, of course, will have NFL Draft content and discussions over the days and weeks and months ahead. So play accordingly and hit subscribe here on Draft Dudes. I want to thank our friends over at Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. I'm Kyle Krabs with Joe Mernio and Chris Schubert. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Draft Dudes podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.